Covalent Careers presents Identity, the story of eye care through the eyes of those who live it. Eye care. In what other industry do medicine and fashion, radio hosts and rock stars, doctors and designers work side by side to achieve a common goal? Provide the best in eyewear and eye care to the public around the world. Vision Expo East 2015 was an incredible gathering of 23,000-plus individuals and companies showing off what they have to offer and demonstrating why we should care. This industry is made of people. That's Nicola Perini, Vice President of Eastern Regional Sales at Luxottica. All the time we talk about technology, we talk about uh, regulation, manage vision care, but one thing that we need to take care of is our people, our team, the people that work for us, the staff that works for the doctors. We, we can move forward, but our entire, entire team has to move with us. If we're able to do that, we can go whatever. I mean, we can really, the sky is definitely the limit if our team is going to be with us. With all the products and services, technology and trinkets available, it is extremely easy to lose sight of what eye care is truly made of. A community of individuals. A community of talented, intelligent individuals whose stories are remarkable. Nicola tells his story of a move across the world, difficult decisions, and his sources of leadership and inspiration. Nicola also takes us through a changing industry of technology and disruption and shares with us his view on how eye care can come together. Was it easy for Nicola to move across the world to America in pursuit of his eye care career? How did he go from a finance guy at Ernst & Young to becoming a well-known and respected part of the eye care family? I started basically after college and after the army with the, in the financial area and I was really an auditor for Ernst & Young and a consultant and as a consultant in Italy we had many companies from many different industries. I had customers like Jacuzzi for example or the airport of Venice or some American companies like Coca-Cola or I had an opportunity to consult some frame manufacturer like Marconin, like Derigo, like many others and I started to like the industry a lot and uh, at one point I had a job offer coming from Marcolin and I didn't think uh, twice, so I took the opportunity. I went in with them working in the, the financial and in the investors area. And from there, I mean, the, the, the passion for the industry started and uh, I've been there for the last 13 years and I'm absolutely in love with this industry. How do you find opportunity across oceans and continents? I moved to the United States as a uh, director of business development and then uh, an opportunity came up that the CEO of the United States and Canada was changed and they told me basically Nicola help us to cover this position while we recruit somebody they put me in in the position for two three months and after that they says you know what we are not gonna recruit anybody you're gonna stay in that position and I've been since there I had really uh, the sales team basically uh, reporting to me and uh, after that my career took a completely different uh, uh, way and uh, today I'm here in Luxottica because in the past basically eight years in my career I've been managing salespeople and uh, although I'm a finance guy I love finance this is what I studied in school but I was born as a salesman 
and uh, this is what really I'm, uh, I'm doing, and I'm really, really happy and proud for that. A man who understands he was born with a purpose, was born with a certain skill. That's someone you want on your team. And Luxatica, they seized the opportunity with Nicola, and a covalent bond was formed. I think really Luxottica, when they hired me four years ago, was doing an important change in the United States. They were looking for people that had the, the, the ability to see the market in a different way, and also people that could, in a very humble way, work with our people and with our customers. And uh, I think probably I, I had that, and that's why they brought me on board with, with my open mind and with my ability to talk with people and to, to work with people and to understand, to listen. And I feel really that has been really an important part for, for, for my career and I still love it. And uh, it has been a great choice on both sides. From Italy to America, finance to eyewear. As Steve Jobs put it so elegantly, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. Nicola takes us back through his life and the journey and circumstances he faced when moving to America. It was a really a super tough decision. And let me tell you why it was super tough. Because when I came uh, the first time in 2004, the economy in Italy was great. I mean, the quality of life was excellent. There were many business opportunity, but I was thinking more about the future. So, and I was looking really to learn more and to gain more, not only for, uh, for, from a professional, but also from a personal point of view. So the first impact was super tough because of course you miss your family. You live uh, in a completely different continent, uh, in a country that is beautiful, but with a completely different culture. And of course, the first thing that you do, you miss your family, you miss your friends, and everybody's back there having a great life. You move to a country where basically uh, you're starting your life from zero. So when I came here, yes, I was well-educated. I had definitely a good uh, financial support. But it was tough because my family was not there, my friends were not there, the country is different. Uh, and that was really the first impact. What pushed me to do that was, you know, I was very comfort in Italy. I was great in my job. I had a great family, great friends. But I thought that in life you need to think really what can happen in the future. And I was able really probably to forecast that things could change and it happened. Today, the situation in Europe is much different from uh, a financial point of view, from uh, uh, an economical point of view, the situation is much different. So today, at least I can say I've been able really to learn a lot from the United States, to, to acquire new skills from a professional point of view. I learned a lot from a personal point of view, definitely. I missed a lot uh, from a personal too, because you know, I've seen my parents probably in the last 10 years, three times a year for a week, which is, which is not great, especially for an Italian. Uh, my friends are all still there. So luckily today I can stay in touch with Facebook, with Skype, uh, with WhatsApp, with other things, but it's not the same. You, you miss the human touch. So obviously I gained a lot from many points of view, but also I lost a lot, especially from, uh, from a personal side. The struggles didn't end when Nicola began his career in America. Nothing come easy. I mean, everything really takes takes time. Uh, 
uh, I feel really the most important thing sometimes is really uh, to sit down and look yourself in your career and what you're doing in a different way. And you, and you need to challenge yourself every single day. So you need to challenge the status quo. You need to say what I'm doing, this is what I do every single day. But is, is that correct? Is still valid? The formula that I've used two years ago to do something that was great is still valid today. So what I do, honestly, I ask to myself uh, many questions every day when I work with people, when I have a new project, uh, when, uh, when I'm working on a new task. This is really what I do. I really ask myself if uh, today that formula or that thing is still valid. And uh, this helps me really to overcome whatever obstacle. The industry of eye care and the companies that comprise it have been a part of Nicola's life for many, many years. Where was the industry when he began? And where does he see it going from here? You know, when I started, again, I didn't start uh, 50 years ago. I just started 13 years ago. But definitely uh, 13 years ago in the United States and in Europe, uh, this industry was uh, mainly driven by... Uh, the brick and mortar stores. Today, uh, technology and the internet are playing uh, a super important role. And, uh, and also the way the industry is changing is much faster. Uh, we need to be able really to recognize what is changing and how the technology can help. And this is absolutely critical. Example, uh, the internet arena uh, 13 years ago didn't exist. Today is a big element that we shouldn't see as a threat. We should see that as an opportunity, as an area where it really can help our, our industry to, to become better. And still today, we're still struggling on that side. So that's the biggest difference that I see. So it's not only technology, but it's still really the mindset that the technology can be really a challenge for all of us. The reality that technology is a big opportunity and is going to really put this industry uh, in a much different place. So today, we need to be open to speak to the new generation. We need to be great in uh, speaking to all the other generation. That's the change and the shift that the industry is having. And some of our customers are doing that in a very good way. Some others are not ready. Technology? Change? Sounds concerning. No, I don't have any concern. I think really this is, a, this is a, an industry uh, where there are a lot of smart people, great companies. There are great doctors. There are great opticians. I really feel that uh, although uh, we are all debating about how we should move, I feel that uh, every year we are making the right steps and we are making the right changes that is going to bring us in a different place in five or, or ten years from now. So although we are still debating and fighting, but I feel I'm pretty confident that this is still an industry where there are a lot of opportunities for us to grow, to expand. Uh, the margin are still uh, good, despite really the challenges that we're having, for example, with the managed vision care. So I'm, I'm very positive, very positive for the future of this industry. Technology has opened the door for opportunity in private practice. However, it has also opened the door to disruption. Enter Warby Parker, a company that has utilized technology to disrupt the industry standards and change the way we interact with our customers. For many, Warby Parker may seem like a Goliath who will conquer all. Nicola's view, however, is quite different. It's a story, you know. Uh, I think really at the beginning and still today, some of us look at Warby Parker as a threat. I think what they did really 
they told us that altogether we need to wake up because there is a need. There is a need on that price point. There is a need uh, to talk to our customers in a different way. And by the way, if uh, if uh, an e-commerce player like uh, Warby Parker is opening brick and mortar stores, means that today there is still a strong opportunity in the uh, brick and mortar arena to do things in a much better way. And uh, considering the volumes that are doing, they are doing, I feel really that there is a big need. In, uh, in the market uh, to, offer the, to offer to our uh, customers really uh, a service and an experience that is different. This is what is changing. It's the experience that we are offering to our uh, consumers today has to be different. Today you have a customer that is having a coffee in Starbucks or in a coffee shop in New York and then uh, uh, he's going to, to buy a new iPhone. Of course, they want to have the same experience also when they go to see their doctors or their optician. And this is what, for example, some dentists are doing, are able to do it. We should be able to do also in our industry. When you come in, you come in, of course, to get your eyes checked but also really to have an experience over there. And we have great examples of uh, independents that are doing important and very nice renovation, uh, taking care of the experience that they want to give to their, uh, their customers, which in my opinion is going to be really critical for our future. So what should we do? How do we come together as a community to help each other succeed? I think really uh, what we should do is really, we for example as supplier, we should, uh, and we see many customers around the country, we should share our experience, our know-how, our knowledge with, uh, with our customers. And this is what we are trying to do. Uh, we are helping our customers, for example, offering them educations. We are offering them uh, uh, ideas on how they can renovate their stores. Uh, we are talking with them to see what problems they have and how do they see them going and growing in the future. So I feel really the first thing that we need to do is listen and then we need to talk. And because altogether, I think really there is room for everybody, uh, for growth, everybody can grow. Uh, we need really just to, to share our experience and to work together in a much better way. And uh, if we're able to do that, uh, I'm positive that uh, uh, the sky is the limit. If at the end of the day we keep uh, at the center of everything we do, the consumer, the patients, trust me, we cannot go wrong. Understanding, listening what they need uh, is, uh, is everything. So if my brands or my products do not work, fine, as long as it works for them. And Warby Parker uh, told us that. Nicola brought us through his life, the struggles, the accomplishments, walked us through a changing industry and provided insight into how we can make it flourish in the future. What message should we pass along to the next generation? How can they become an integral part of an incredible eye care community? I think really a couple of suggestions. First of all, uh, uh, don't be shy. Work hard and find a great leader and follow him or her because they're going to make a big difference, especially at the beginning of your career. If you have a great leader that can really help you, support you, and mentor you uh, every single day, also when you do good things, but also when you make mistakes, that's going to make a big difference. I mean, the, the first five, seven years of your career are going to be critical in learning and, uh, as I like to say, in building the muscles 
When you have that, you can go anywhere. The second element, be open-minded. I mean, I at one point, at the very beginning of my career, I decided I need to move to the United States. I, especially to the young generation today, I want to suggest start immediately to, to leave your country, leave your hometown, have an experience somewhere else in another country, in another continent, because really, on the long term, you're gonna you're gonna gain a lot, and you're gonna be an open-minded, and uh, you're gonna be really be able to do things that otherwise you wouldn't be able to do. How do we recognize a leader? How do we know who to follow, and who were the mentors in Nikola's life that made an impact for him? A good leader is is somebody that uh, is always uh, able to help you and to support you in any moment. That's a good leader. I mean, uh, and you can see that uh, very easily. When you have a small problem or when you have a a big problem, his approach or her approach is not going to change. These are guys that are not going to leave you alone, although they're going to help you to to, not to to find the solution for you, but they're going to give you the suggestion in a way that you're going to find the solution. These are, in my opinion, great leaders. And uh, people that are able and open to communicate, open-minded, and also uh, open to, to, to listen and to, to understand. Because, trust me, a leader is, is, is a person that is open to give you, but is also open to receive from you. And that's, in my opinion, leadership. I can tell you, uh, in my career, I had great mentors and very bad mentors. And I can tell you, I learned a lot on both sides. So, for example, when I was in the army, at one point, I was reporting to, to, to a captain that it was a disaster in the way he was really managing the team. It was really not only tough, but he was making a lot of decisions that uh, didn't make any sense, were wrong. And I learned a lot from him. I learned in a way that, uh, for example, today, I, I remember that day when I went home and he was giving me wrong direction and I told to myself, okay, that's a great example of things that I shouldn't do. And that's really something that I still keep for myself. I had the, the beauty and the opportunity to, to work with many, many people in the industry. I mean, my president today, Holly Rash, is an unbelievable woman, uh, extremely humble and she's uh, really uh, motivating myself every single day. But I still remember the, 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 the mentors that I have from the past. I can remember Antonio Bortuzzo from uh, my Marcolin time or uh, Cirillo Marcolin from uh, the Marcolin family. Uh, these guys are unbelievable. I mean, great workers, extremely humble, and all of them have something in common. I mean, they are not only great mind, but they know how to talk to people. And uh, I think really today, it's not only important really to be an art worker and maybe being a brilliant mind, but you need to be able to connect and to talk to people. And that's really critical, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be really critical for the next uh, 50 or 100 years. A dream you dream alone is only a dream. A dream you dream together is reality. John Lennon. Nicola taught us the importance of connection and cooperation and the impact it will have on our future. I would like to thank Nicola for all the incredible work he has done in eye care and for sharing his story with us today. 
I encourage all of you to visit us at covalentcareers.com forward slash podcast and comment. Thank Nicola for the work he has done and share your thoughts on eye care and the topics discussed today. Tune in next time for more exciting stories from your friends and peers in eye care. This has been a Covalent Careers production. Thanks for listening.